Good morning, everyone. My name is Jeremy. This is Joseph. Hey, guys. And this is the Nerd Morning Show, a place where we celebrate nerd culture by talking about books, comics, video games, and much more. And today we're continuing in on our reading along and conversations of the Wheel of Time. I am super excited to to talk with you, Joseph, about this. The series has been so much fun, and I'm really excited about the things moving forward into the series. Uh, Me, myself, I am uh, into Crossroads of Twilight right now. I just started Crossroads. Okay. So you're catching up. I'm catching up. (laughs) (laughs) This week has been a pretty crazy week for me, so I had a little less time to read. Um, and I just like taking the moments to read, taking advantage of those, those times as, <laughs> as a treat, you know, cause this is such a great story. Oh, it's so rich, so deep. We've talked about some of the pieces before, but, uh, in my reading today, just some of the depth of detail that Robert Jordan thought of in mm-hmm. creating all of the different cultures, right? The they have some of the men have artificial beauty marks that they check like habitually, uh-huh. like they're uh-huh. like poke them and stuff. I'm like, wow, how would you even think to include that? It's yeah. so good. Yeah, which is the things that like historically has happened, you know, and has been explored uh-huh. in those ways. And we're heading into the part where, um, in this, you know, Matt's. Right now, we're trying to talk with Aludra to try to figure out the trick for what she's imagining to get back against the Shan Chan um, and ultimately is going to be leading towards the cannon. And she's, uh-huh. you know, he's, he's like, why do I need a bell founder? What is this about? And she's like, OK, you know, if you yeah. can find out, you know, and I, I just think it's interesting to see the imagining of how these types of technologies, these types of things could be developed. invented. His version of their development. uh, Yeah. Uh, It's just so interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because if you can create a way for things to develop in a conceivable way, but aren't Mm -hmm. necessarily how it happened here, um it's i think an interesting parallelism mainly because there are often when i find some of these like emerging technologies some of these things that were developed that were really interesting is a month later somewhere completely different where there was no cross communication someone else developed the same thing essentially and this has happened multiple times with some of the big great inventions but they were just like a month late and so they're not the ones that we remember in the history books or things like that right Um, but we do have some of these things where it could have happened a little different and here it's kind of like well i'm gonna have it happen in this world and it could it's conceivable that these types of discoveries or inventions would follow this process because of the events that are being set up in the story. And I just find that really, really cool. Well, and the setup for it started clear back in the second book in the great hunt is where we first come across Aludra. Mm -hmm. And so the, the piece is being set into place to make the story a little more rich to come Mm -hmm. across 
that character more than once. Yes. It's, it's just such good planning, good storytelling. You can tell he, he knew at least where he wanted to go and what pieces he wanted to place along the way. Mm-hmm. And some of that just makes it so much fun, especially going back again. Yeah, through them, and and so, you know, right now Aludra is back to being a somewhat of a significant character, but is never a main character, no, no, no. not from the be- you know from the beginning to the end, not at all. But I think has a powerful uh, role in the turning of events, and oh, yeah. is very like interesting just as a side character. And that just shows again, just the richness of this is that there, we can talk, you know, for a couple of minutes about this side character and this development right? of it. And then we're <laughs> like, this is so interesting and satisfying. And this isn't even any key element of the story. <laughs> right. Well, in, in our own history, gunpowder is probably is arguably the second most important invention in history. Okay. Right, only surpassed by the printing press, which uh, Wheel of Time doesn't have. Uh We don't see a printing press at all in in this um, era of Uh the Wheel of Time. That's interesting. So it's kind of interesting that that, the gunpowder is coming about first when... And at least in our version of uh, medieval Europe, the printing press came about pretty much at the same time that gunpowder started coming onto the scene, mm-hmm. uh, at least in, as far as cannons or um, di- you know explosives type uh-huh. things. So yeah, uh, kind though, of interesting. Though that we being don't get that. predated in and. In- uh, Asia, China, yes. Yeah. Asia had gunpowder for centuries. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Which yeah, kind of is the illuminators too, right? Yeah. Um, How tightly they held on to that for so long. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to really see some of these parallelisms there. Yeah, um, totally fun. Uh, Winter's Heart and Crossroads of Twilight is, I would say, one of the big stories for. Uh, for Perrin and um, yeah. we had the I think I think we have two major stories for Perrin here obviously he is in the final battle and he does play a big role there but his two great adventures are in Shadow Rising um, with Saving the Two Rivers and mm-hmm. then the great rescue of Fael. Um, yeah. I feel like those are his two big stories and yes. I'm getting into that right now and it's a very interesting uh, experience and story. And I've been really enjoying getting to spend time with that character because of one of like the three boys of the, you know, from the very beginning, uh, uh, I feel like with Matt, I can go, okay, he's got several adventures. I don't know that I'm like, oh, okay, I can pick <laughs> them out. Maybe they're not quite as big as stories, um, but he's got several of them. Yeah. I think Perrin has less uh, like his own like stories and but he's got two really big impactful ones and we're i'm diving right into on that one now the yeah second of the two. 
uh, and sadly, the rescue of Fail, he can only take partial credit for. Uh -huh. Fail is well on her way out. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Her whole. I always thing. found that was so amusing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She is a very capable person, and she's like, if if Perrin goes in and rescues me with these numbers that they have here, it's going to create like tremendous, tremendous losses. So right. it's up to me if I'm going to save um, kind of our people and not just be yeah. rescued, I've got to do this my own way. And I can, because I'm oh. a strong, capable character and it's, it's awesome. 